superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rich Eisen Show. Hold up, one is all the power. Power, power, power. Rams and Seahawks. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. No tougher assignment in football than a night game in Seattle. The Rams will go home with their fourth win of the season. Earlier on the show, Colts quarterback Carson Wentz from TNT's All Elite Wrestling, CM Punk. Still to come, Rams offensive lineman Andrew Whitworth. Plus from Apple TV's Ted Lasso, actor Phil Dunster. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I'm crying laughing, literally, because after last night's double punt in the Thursday night football double game, punt. I, I tweeted out, like, Frank Caliendo needs to do the double punt call as Summerall and Madden. He needs to do it for America. And he just posted it a half an hour ago, and I just watched it in the commercial break. And, oh, my gosh, I just we got, we're, we're going to get that for, for later on on Peacock. It is just... It's it's uh, it's chef's kiss. It's Frank at his finest. Oh my gosh! Um, Jamie Tart uh, is the uh, is the soccer star of AFC Richmond and the brilliant show Ted Lasso. The actor who plays him, Phil Dunster's coming up, um, and somebody who can now laugh about the double punt <laughs> because it didn't it didn't break the Rams last night. It would, that's one of those moments where just like we block a punt and then they get sixty two net yards off of it. Like how does that happen? But there was so much adversity for this Los Angeles Rams team on Thursday night football, and they overcame it with a big W. And one of the best of the best at his position, and not just his position, but humans uh, in the National Football League, veteran of this league, and of course, Los Angeles. He is none other than Andrew Whitworth, offensive lineman. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Rich. I appreciate you having me on. That was that was quite an episode there, the double punt. First uh, time I've seen that. Right? I mean... Uh, I've never seen anything like that before. What, what what was your reaction? What was the sideline reaction to that when that happened? Last I night? think the best part of it was looking at every coach and every player. You know, you're trying to have poise in the moment, Rich. And I don't think one single guy knew what the answer was. Is that illegal? <laughs> Is that legal? Nobody knows what's going on. The refs don't look like they have any idea what's going on. It's uh, it was pretty funny just watching everybody's face of who was going to be the first one to say what the rule was. And so at. What ended up happening? I mean, because I, I was I was looking at the the description given to to McVeigh, and you know, bless Sean. I mean, he is as you know, uh, he's he's I wouldn't say even keel because he's got a keel to him, but um, you know, but it is even whatever his keel is. It just happens to be higher than most people's even. Um, he he just took it in stride. Like 
okay, I guess you're pinned back instead of getting the ball, the ball deep in the other team's zone like that. You you were on the plus side of the field as as the day is long, ready to put that thing in the in the freezer. After yeah, the, right? you know it's one of those things. I think uh, it, it was an if you say so moment. You know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> You know, none of us really know what the rule was in the moment. I mean, it's never really come up, you know, that you can think of. And it's like, well, they're saying, and you know, this is what the rule is. And he didn't cross the line of scrimmage. And, you know, and, and they kind of told Sean, basically, from what they were looking at, the people helping him, that they didn't think he was a past the line of scrimmage. And obviously it was something we could have possibly challenged. But in the moment, you're just like, okay, if that's what the rule is, then sure. But it doesn't look like anybody really knows whether that's accurate or not. Was Hacker jealous, though, deep down? Do you think he's jealous? Uh, there's no question. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it's just one of those nights where you, if you block a punt, end up with a net 62-yard yeah. punt. Uh, oh, my goodness. But, I mean, he's got everything in his bag, as we know. I mean, including a, a, a nice uh, spiral. He's got to be like, I didn't know you could double punt. I got to put that in my arsenal, you know? Yeah, Johnny Hecker right now is sitting at home thinking, how can he work that into his game? It might be <laughs> the only thing he hasn't done as a punter yet. <laughs> double punt, man. And uh, Andrew Whitworth of the Rams here on the Rich Eisen Show, day after the Rams um, survive and also win uh, a game um, in Seattle. I guess there's two ways to put it. Um, walk me through what you found out about. Were you there when Stafford put his finger back in to place? I mean, what was well, that I about? I saw him kind of grab his finger after one of the series, and I was like, man, I, you know, I worried about it, obviously, because he you know, had the thumb surge in the offseason, so I didn't know what it was. And then, you know, sure enough, get on the sideline, he's like, yeah, man, I think it was just out a little bit, and I just, you know, I popped it back in. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Just that's who he is, though. I mean, that guy, man, you think of his career, the injuries he's had, the things he's overcome in games. I mean, he's a tough dude, man. And uh, i tell you what, one guy that we're really happy to have. Yeah, I know. I mean, in, in, when you describe him being a tough dude and you, you were going in the past because obviously your present is not too deep because of uh, his arrival just this past uh, winter. But n- nobody's tighter than a quarterback in their line and certainly somebody like you who protects him. Um what is your relationship? What have you learned about Matthew Stafford, Andrew Whitworth? You know, just mainly that. I mean, it just as simple as that moment was that he just, you know, he handles something, his fingers hurt, but he, you know, he just goes, gets taped up, gets it fixed, and gets rolling and really doesn't say a word about it to anybody. I mean, he's just, a, you know, as, as, as guys put it, it's just, he's just a guy, man. He's, he's tough. He's, he's a hard worker. He's really, really intelligent, and he's, he's just somebody that people gravitate to immediately when you're around him just because of really how he carries himself and, and the way he goes about his business. I think guys just gravitate to his energy, and, and even in the huddle, I mean, he's just so relaxed and confident. Um, but that stuff just, you know, it's, it's infectious, and, and I think guys feel more comfortable and they feel more confident when they're around him. And uh, in this little time we've been together, man, it's it just it sticks out uh, why so many guys across the league have so much respect for him, and and why the, why those players in Detroit love him so much, and and uh, have always endeared to him so much. Do you ever think you'd say that about a Georgia Bulldog, Andrew? You know, Rich, it hurts to even make that comment. <laughs> you know, it started with Todd Gurley, and then right. now it's him, and it's just that's right. It's really hurting me right now. These, these Georgia Bulldogs that I keep liking. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to like any of them. I understand that you're an LSU man. I totally get it. But uh, just three points in the first half. That's only happened before last night four times uh, since Sean McVay took the reins as the HC of the LAR. So, what was it like in the locker room last night, down seven three? Andrew. Real one of those things, if you look at it, like stat wise, just moving the football that we felt like we were doing that, and just, and then just not. 
converting and not finding a way to get that one more first down would really get us rolling. Um, and, and I think that it's one of those things that we felt like, man, we have just left so many plays out there all, all in the halftime, really all we do in there, like no one was like upset or anything. It was literally like, Hey guys, just execute and we'll be fine. Like, that's all we have to do. Like that's all we got to do is do, do your job and we'll be fine. Cause it's out there. You know, what we had planned to do is there. And sure enough, you saw that in the second half, really nothing changed other than just, we started executing the plays that were called and, and uh, to the level that we expect. And, you know, I think we felt like leaving that game that we really left uh, a lot of points out there. And, and um, one of those things, a great second half, but first half has to be better. And, you know, it's funny, Andrew, Andrew Whitworth here on the Rich Eisen Show, the number of times that I, you know, when we have Mariucci, um, where you ask him for his analysis or um, any time that you hear somebody like yourself say, all we have to do is just execute, do what we do, but just do it better and execute better. And it frustrates fans because they were like, well, how how does it happen in the first place? Or or how can the team just get better? How can a team get better and so on and so forth when it's just as we know what we need to do and we just need to do it better? And there's a certain confidence level that comes with that because you know your coach and everybody else has put you in the right position. And I'm wondering how that feels as a veteran football player, Andrew Whitworth. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, when you know you're in the right spots, I think that it's one of those things that sometimes fans might not see the production that they want but you, you kind of feel like, hey, you know what, Like we're right there. Like This is actually a great plan. We actually feel like we're in a great spot. We just haven't quite hit it. I always relate it to like a shooter, you know, like these three-point shooters in basketball in the NBA. Like They might come out at the beginning of the game and miss a couple, and then you'll see them like, stay with it. And then it's like, you know, because they feel good about it, they were just a little off. And then once they find that groove, it's lights out. And that's how we kind of felt last night is like we were just a, just a tick off on a couple of little execution things. And if we just stuck with it, the plays are there, it, we can get hot. And, and we felt like that's what happened is eventually we finally hit a couple of plays in a row. And then it was like, all right, we're hot. We're ready. We want the football. We want the opportunity to go get back on the field every chance we get. Yeah. Nothing's worse than sitting on a loss for an entire week. And certainly before bye week and whatever, you had a short week. So obviously that, that, that taste of what happened against Arizona is out of your mouth, but I'm a member of the media. So it's my job to put it back in there. What happened? Exactly. Like, what happened against Arizona and based on, on, on what you could dissect and, and understand and take with you uh, to avoid it as a team, Andrew? Well, you really look at it. I mean, how clean we played offensively going up into that game. I mean, having some penalties, uh, turning the ball over twice in the first half. Um, you give a chance like Arizona, it's a great offensive football team, really uh, to get themselves a lead and put themselves in a position where they can kind of dictate the terms a little bit and, and do a little bit of everything they want to do. And so, you know, for us offensively, we just didn't execute in the first half and turn the ball over, and, and you just can't do that. And and I think we, you know, feel like that's one of those games where uh, we look forward to that next opportunity because we feel like we really uh, kind of handed the first half to those guys and got ourselves so behind that uh, in the NFL it's hard. When you get down in the second half, uh, teams do a great job of you know, possess the football, and, and that's what uh, they really did to us. And, you know, I think for us, uh, it's just building and realizing, hey, man, it's not always the best team. It's the best team in those three-hour windows. And we got to do whatever it takes to be at our best every single Sunday during that three-hour window. And that's one of those that we just weren't. Andrew Whitworth here on the Rich Eisen Show after a Week 5 Thursday night uh, kickoff win uh, against the Seattle Seahawks from the Los Angeles Rams right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Year 16, brother. I mean, right? You're year 17, right? You've had 16 years in. Is this year 17 or 16? No, year 16. Year right. 16. Okay. Yeah. So um, h- how are you? I mean, like how, how 
like and 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 how do you think this season can wind up here? I mean, this is this is a window for you. You know, Brady's not the only forty-year-old that was on that field a couple of weeks ago uh, in SoFi. How, how about you, Andrew? Yeah, man. You know what? It's it's uh, probably some of the most fun I've ever had, man. I, I'm just enjoying the game and enjoying really our group and having been here now uh, five years to really kind of be in the building and formed a lot of great relationships and also some of these young linemen I'm getting to play with that have really kind of come into their own this year and are really playing well. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a fun moment. I get to be kind of a, a big brother, dad slash, you know, a player, uh, teammate. I mean, it's just, it's like proud that some of the guys and the way they're playing and watching some of these young pups come up since I got here to also just getting to go out there and, and, and go get after it with them. And so I've been having a blast, man. It's so much fun. And uh, I love our our team. I love our building, and uh, I look forward to hopefully having a great season. You know, we we uh, we want to bring something special to Los Angeles, so that's the goal in mind. One of those pups is that is that how you refer to Aaron Donald too, Andrew, or no? You know, because uh, that's a <laughs> grown ass like man, right? I mean, that guy's a pup. That's yeah, a bad man, that, right that's there. What I'm saying, what is it like in practice with him? It's annoying. It's uh, it's it's one of those things that uh, every day he just wrecks your day in training camp, uh, where you feel like you have a lot of great plays lined up, and just uh, Aaron Donald never ceases to just destroy the whole entire game plan of the day, and and uh, it's just, it's it's uh, not a lot of fun facing that guy day in and day out. I, I really appreciate when training camp's over, Rich. I bet, but uh, does it tr- does that translate into a game when you're facing somebody whose whose job it is to wreck your day, and you've already been through that throughout the week in training camp? No question. Uh, I mean, AD is one of those guys that there's not many moves and hand techniques and and really just uh, everything he uses body wise to, to beat guys. I mean, it's, it, he has the whole arsenal. So you'll play guys throughout the season that you may say, hey, he tries to do this similar to AD or this is a similar move, but he doesn't quite execute it the way AD does. And and just really, uh, he's a guy I know for our guards inside, especially um, the hand games he plays and how good he is at getting off of blocks. I mean, it, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't say it's easy, but man, does it make those guys pretty comfortable sitting in there on Sundays facing guys that they know uh, just not the genetic freaks that Aaron Donald is. And uh, it, it definitely makes us all better, that's for sure. I mean, I think that he is the epitome of iron sharpens iron. I mean, that dude, if you can block him, uh, you get immediate feedback on how good you're playing. Ah, I love that. Before I let you go, how's your community works? What's going on with you off the field? What are you doing? Man, can we everything's help good. You know, we started something this year. Uh, every home game, I'm donating some money. Um you know, really to try and have an opportunity to be a part of the homeless situation in L.A. And we, uh, you know, are trying to do things for being able to give grants to people to have their first home. And, and then also we're also taking some of that money and going to Louisiana and trying to do some mm. uh, repairs and get people back in their houses and, and apartments and everything else in New Orleans with after the hurricane. So um, doing our best, man, to just always try to be a part of uh, – being there for people and taking the platform we have to make a difference, man. It's the greatest opportunity we have. And uh, I just look forward to always trying to do that. And, and man, just look up to guys like you who do the same thing, oh, man, who please. always set the tone. There's, please. Come on. I appreciate you saying that. But how, how can we How can we be a part? How can people lend assistance? Or is there anything that we could do? Or yeah, or I mean, chip you in? can reach out to the Rams. Okay. And uh, you know what? We're, we're going to do this kind of all year. And, and uh, we... Uh, you know what, just email us at the Rams and, and want to be a part of it. And, okay. and uh, we're going to continue to fundraise all we can and 
try and make any difference we can. You're the man. Hey, before I let you go, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a lead pipe wielding uh, professional journalistically, and I got to button everything up. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, did they, uh, did your coach go back on the team plane with you last night? <laughs> oh, man. Was he there? He did. He actually made it back on the he team did? plane. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, yeah. you know it, it, shockingly enough, uh, between Sean McVay and Marvin Lewis, I've, I've never had a coach not come back on the team plane with me on a Thursday. Well, I'm just asking because, you know, uh, last Thursday, um, the team that played on the road, there was something up. I don't know if you heard something happened. Oh, so. yeah. No, I hadn't heard about it. I have to look it up. Okay, so uh, oh, so Sean was on the plane, right? So everything's yep. okay. So everything's good with the Rams. Very good. Yeah, just wanted, all is good, man. We you, ride together. I just wanted to check that box, you know, because because that's, that's what I do. I just need to I just need to journalistically uh, make sure that all boxes sure. need checked. Thank yeah. you, sir. Take care of yourself, Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I know that you're operating on zero sleep, um, so I appreciate you calling in. Thanks. Hey, hey thank you so much, man. You have a great weekend. Okay, right back at you. That's Andrew Whitworth. 16-year NFL veteran and wow. Los Angeles Rams pass and run protector right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Big man. So, um, Sean McVay was confirmed. We can confirm. You want to send that out from our Twitter account? I will. <laughs> you don't think Andrew Whit would... confirmed Sean McVay was on the team flight home. You don't think Whit would, like, try to cover for Sean, do you? Uh, I think, you know, <laughs> there's other ways for me to confirm this. That's um, true. You I have, can text him himself. You have insight. Hey, were you on the plane last night? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be like, am I being punked? <laughs> All right. Uh, let us take a break. Still to come here on the show, Chris Brockman, Sneaky Good Games. Uh, no, are you, are you not going to do it? Are you tapping out? Tapping, tapping out. out this week. We're not doing it? Rich, I'm 1-11. And you then, went over three last week. I went over three last alive. week, and I took the Seahawks last night. So I'm. So you're tapping out. You're in the hospital. I you're in the. You're in. You're I, in the. You're in the. I need to. You're see, in the gambling hospital. I need to see Jay's cut man. Like, I don't I, I understand this, Rich. Wow. Hey Brockman, shoot or shoot, right? Like I remember Kobe. No, said I'm something. going to. I'm going to tweet out p- picks on Sunday. I'm just not going to say them here because why? It, it's the, what's the difference? Like Aaron Hall said, don't be afraid. Listen, Chris, if you're afraid of bankrupting our audience, I totally get it. But maybe they should just look at you and do the Costanza. Do the yeah, opposite. Do the opposite. I, I mean, They'd I love hope, to know what you think. And I you can make the money. I that anyway. But... It, Rich, Chris thinks he's 11 He has no, I'm 11 and 1. <laughs> you heard. This is interesting. This is a big moment. You heard yesterday that Amy Trask said the concept of do as I say, not as I do is a form of a lack of leadership that requires a termination, a firing. And here's that one instance where don't fire it's him, not. Rich. No, it's not. We it's actually him. his public service. Yeah, I'm doing people. Do as favor, I say, yeah. not as I do, is leadership. Yeah, here I just on the show. <laughs> Come well, on, Chris. You can't. I'm embarrassed. You this, is, this is terrible. Even if I had a few TJ wins, is, I have one. TJ just spit it out. Look at him. He can't even talk right now. Careful. Careful. I have one more win than Careful. Jacksonville. TJ, okay? swallow, TJ. Pause. Spit it out. Careful. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Is that a new drop? Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. The man who plays Jamie Tart. Phil Dunster, what a show Ted Lasso is, and this guy is incredible in it. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. How great was Whitworth on that? That, that it, it was it was a, a moment on the sideline no, or in the stadium. Nobody knew if that was legal or not. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody knew. <laughs> right. What, what was the phrase that he used? He said it was like a um, "if you say so" moment. Yeah. If you say, I think so. if you say, say so. so, great way to put it. It was an "if you say so" moment. All right, get it. Double punt. So I immediately just grabbed my phone. And I'm like, we need Frank Caliendo <laughs> to d- do that play in the voice of Madden and Summerall. And I said, do it for America, Frank. <laughs> do it for America. And he he soaked it in. He got the video. I guess he 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 plant he. He thought it out, and then he tweeted it out about an hour ago. Here is Frank. I'm honored. I'm honored that I'm producing Frank technically right now. Well done. Take a look. Russell Wilson might have him cut that finger off and get back in the game. Dixon back to punt. It's blocked. He's trying to get it back. (laughs) He's scooping it up. What's he going to do now? Looks like he's going to kick it again. (laughs) He did kick it again, Pat. Sure did. You know, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Have you ever seen that, Pat? I just did. But is it legal? We're about to find out. That's a double punt right there. And speaking of doubles, coming up later tonight, a special double episode of Murder. She wrote, except on the West Coast. Except on the West Coast. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> speaking of double. Speaking of double. Murder. She wrote. No, no, no. You got to pronounce the comma. Murder. She wrote. Oh my God. Caliendo's. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't know who makes me laugh as hard as Frank Caliendo. Me? Very, very. Sometimes. No, I, 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 <laughs> no, not you. That's when you, you guys all surprised me with an in-studio appearance on my birthday with him once. Yep. 
It was like a birthday gift. We've booked Frank Caliendo in studio. Like, that's a just, birthday just gift. Just to make you laugh. Oh, my God. I'm crying right now. <laughs> it's just the understated thing because, you know, he does sometimes work blue with, uh, with sometimes, Madden. Sometimes, I know. Sometimes. And so that's what I thought he might do with the double punt. But instead, he went the understated summer all like, he's going to kick it again. <laughs> Is that legal? I don't know. We're about to find out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Whew. That's a good laugh. We've had a few of those today, man. <laughs> Every day. Oh, I gotta, you catch a bug there so, or something? No, so, I don't. Okay. We got stuff flying around here, you know. Nat oh, no, no, no Nat situation. No Nat. <clears throat> I keep got, checking my we car. Got, <laughs> we do have a lot of King Coles around here, right? Hell. You, need, you want me to come, like, pat you on the back or something right no, now? No, it's all right. <clears throat> let, me, let me work it out before Phil Dunster joins us. <clears throat> <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen show, we're having a good time. Having a good time. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited for tonight. I'm sad for tonight, and here's why I'm going to explain it. Because, uh, all right, I'll just, uh, I'm just going to tell the guy myself. Is our next uh, guest on the phone line? Yes, right he is. As I mentioned earlier, it is cause for excitement in my household because the uh, episode number twelve of season number two of Ted Lasso is available tonight. The depressing aspect of it, however, is that it is the season finale of Ted Lasso season number two, and thus we will have to wait for more for quite some time. And the man who plays Jamie Tart of AFC Richmond fame, once again, Phil Dunster, here on The Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Phil? Ahoy. I'm very well, thanks, mate. Yes, yeah, yeah, devastated that uh, we don't get to, to tune again for another but uh, but yeah, I'm very well. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Well, it is an incredible show um, that you're a part of, Phil. This is a phenomenon for a reason because not only is it um, um, funny, but it's also so heartwarming and actually enhances enjoyment as this episode goes along, even when it is kind of. Um, difficult and dramatic in its way. How do you find this show being a part of it, Phil Dunster? What do you like about well, it? Well, I, I think that, I mean, those, those are all very nice things to say. Thank you. And also it feels, it's funny because when you're filming it, you know, it's a cliche, isn't it? When you're, uh, you're just happy to be a part of something like that. And uh, and it's nice to hear all those things. But when we film it, it's like, it, it just feels like a, a really nice show where there are lots of funny people who are making each other laugh. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like we're doing God's work in a certain, you know, I think that it, mm. that seems to have hit a bit of a zeitgeist thing and that's for other people to say and it's very nice to hear it, but um, uh, it, 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 it does feel like there's, you know, it feels like there's something special when you watch it. Uh, and, it's, and it's funny to think that, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of superhero movies and it seems like Ted Lasso's superpower is kindness and empathy and uh, and sort of um, you know uh, compassion. So yeah, it, it, it is. It does feel like the world needs that, and it's very. It feels great to be a part of a show that that, that is giving that to people. Now, honestly, um, I, I get there. I sit around. My wife and I, we watch it, and we just when the credits roll, we're just blown away. And I'm serious. Like normally, that's associated with a drama. Like I've had feelings like that. And this is the truth. Watching shows like Game of Thrones, Sopranos, uh, The mm -hmm. Wire, those types of shows where my wife and I look at each other when the credits roll and we want to know who wrote it, who directed it. And we want to know literally everything about it. It is that 
special. That's the way I feel about it, Phil. Well, that, yeah, I think that it does feel like that. That and that the curiosity that it inspires you, hopefully, is a, a thing that we try to tap into in the show. I think I think that it just has some really simple uh, lessons in it. At, at its you know at its most, it feels like it's got some really lovely simple lessons in there that you can, you know the idea of curiosity, not judgment. I think it's such a simple but kind of I don't know. When I heard it, I was like, God, that feels quite profound. <laughs> Um, and uh, and so you go away and it feels like you've sort of been been taught something. But you know, at, at its at its at its sort of least, it's uh, a show that that is fun, like it's a funny show. And you know, you go there for you know, you know Nate making funny weird jokes and and Higgins making his weird jokes, <laughs> and then you stay for Sam Abasanya breaking your heart and uh, and you know you fall in love with with uh, with Keely. Um, and like her earnestness. And, and so, yeah, it feels like there's something for everyone now, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. It is. Phil Dunster, who plays Jamie Tart here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's dish a little bit, sir. Who are you playing? Who from the real world of football are you channeling, do you think, <laughs> Phil? Well, there's an amalgam. Okay. Probably for uh, my, my lawyer will tell me that there's an, I have to say there's an amalgam. Yeah, okay, very um, good. But, good. <laughs> but uh, Jamie's based on... Um, People like Jack Grealish from the sartorial sort of style. Mm-hmm. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, who would love to believe that he's got a bit of his swagger, a bit of his uh, footballing style. Yes. Bernardo Silva. There's a bit of Neymar in there. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but there's, you know, any any sort of elite footballer has to have a sort of undying self-belief. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's plenty of footballers out there. That uh, that can you, you can take inspiration from for that. Yeah, you do have the the hair, the eyebrows down of elite footballer. You've got that one <laughs> nailed, Phil. You've got that one nailed down. Well, I grew that bit myself, but uh, it was styled by lovely Missy Austin. Um, but yeah, it was, thank you very much. You're yeah. welcome. Now, is it true you have also nailed down the forty what? Uh, forty what would forty meter free kick? What are you? Yeah, in season okay, meter. Yeah. In in season two, episode six, Jamie Tart, spoiler alert, has a free kick. Is this true, Phil Dunster? You're the one who literally in real life, no CGI, tucked that under the the crossbar perfectly in the corner. Yeah. You, you might be able to see me squeezing my eyes and praying whilst I do it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was one of those moments where I was like, God, that was a good time to have a fluke. But no, I, I played a lot of rugby. Uh, no, the, the story of it is basically that I read it in the script. And in my mind, for anyone who is sort of familiar with um, the Cristiano Ronaldo free kick cannon, uh, there is there's a, a, a famous free kick that he has about 45 yards out in the semi-final of the Champions League, um, which is you know one of the biggest domestic football competitions. You know, doesn't know. And uh, so in that, you want to you know you, you don't want to take too many chances. But Cristiano Ronaldo took it upon himself to go. No, 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 I'll probably score this if I take it and, you know, hit it as hard as I can. Um, and so I think that I was like, yeah, I'm going to take, I want to channel that if I can. But obviously that, to actually do that, you need to be Cristiano Ronaldo. And Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> I am not. <laughs> and hence the praying and the, uh, you know, uh, the, the shutting of the eyes. But no, I, I used to play a lot of rugby, so I think you could maybe see this quite like a okay. rugby game just getting on the ball, but yeah. But that has to rank up no matter what you do the rest of your career, certainly amongst uh, your your castmates and the crew mm. and whatever. That's got to rank up there as, that's a walk-off, as we might say yeah. in American I, sport. I don't, I don't let anybody forget it. There's 
there is, you know, and I forced Brendan to put that on Twitter. I said, yes. I said, people need to know, man. People need to know. <laughs> well, while you were talking, we took that off of You could see Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard. You could see him in the reflection of the monitor of him shooting it, and he posted it on Twitter. We just showed that video. I mean, oh, so it's, that's, you know, that's impressive, right. Phil. Very impressive. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, he looked like a proud dad, didn't he? Yeah. Phil Dunster <laughs> plays Jamie Tart here on The Rich Eisen Show. Is it also true that you auditioned for the role using a Spanish accent? Is that a true story? It is a true story, yeah. The, the, the casting call originally went out because they were looking for somebody who was maybe, you know, a, a Latino player or maybe Italian player, someone that would sort of, you know, from countries that had a lot of flair when they play football. Um and I did a Spanish accent for it, and they were like, you're good. Maybe your Spanish accent isn't great. <laughs> they said, um, maybe we'll try and find... They didn't want someone who sounded like me, mm-hmm. um, so they wanted someone who's like, you know, maybe from an area where um, someone's got to hustle a lot in order to, to, to get to where they need to be. And, and for me, you know, I, I, I know a lot of my, my girlfriend's family are all from Manchester, um, I know a lot of pop culture from Manchester, Liam Gallagher. There's a rapper over here called H, who's incredible. And there's there's a sort of attitude to the place that just really lent itself to like a bit of flair, a bit of show off, a bit of like passion. Um, so yeah, we managed to veer away from the Spanish accent enough so that I could get the part, thankfully. And then uh, one of the beauties of this show, one of the many of them, right, is that it it does mimic. Um, a lot of the, or perfectly nail and portray the the fandom that is surrounding the sport of football in in the UK, and thus the chanting and the cheers. Um, mm. You know the Roy Kent song, the chant for Roy Kent being one, and then of course yours, Jamie Tart, to the tune of. And I apologize to all of my listeners and viewers right now for putting this song in their head for the rest of the day. Baby Shark, um, is it true you came up with that idea for that chant? Phil Dunster, is that true? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand alongside you in solidarity and apologise to all the <laughs> to the listeners who are now yes. thinking of that song. Um, yeah. Well, yes. I Joe Kelly, one of the one of the creators, mm-hmm. sort of came up to me and was like, "We're looking for a song here. If there's anything spring to mind." Um, and uh, you know, it just felt like it, the 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 syllables worked in it, and it was really annoying. Um, and uh, and so we, we we sort of together we sort of came up with with that being the, the chant and um, and uh, yeah yeah it's you know it, it's it's um, it, it follows me around a bit now and that's you know, <laughs> I, I, about to say, I was about to say Phil I'm I'm you know uh, I've been at this business and uh, for a while uh, I was in a show uh, Sports Center on ESPN back in the day. Yeah. And um, the theme song for that is da 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 da. And to this day, I haven't been on since 2003. In the airport, people say that to me when I'm walking through an airport. I hear that. Yeah. I'm wondering how how often you're hearing Baby Shark in your direction. Uh, it, it, it's, I came over to America a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. for the Emmys, and it happened a lot more there. People <laughs> people really seem. Maybe it's just that people are far more forward in in uh, in chanting your song at you, but uh, than they are here, but. Certainly, when people were like 
can I get a video of you singing it? I was like, I'm probably going to leave that out, I imagine. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that might be a bit much. you got to draw a line somewhere, be. Phil. you got to draw, you got to have boundaries. No question, I agree with you. Maybe we could do a show on the road, maybe. I can sing that, and then you can sing the Sports Center song. Maybe I could, can, like, I love it. it. By the way, I'll take that. Anything to be associated <laughs> with Ted Lasso and you, for sure. And so was there uh, uh, a close second, uh, another clubhouse leader, till you suggested Baby Shark, um, uh, and then... Um, well, I was thinking, cause, because it's like such a madly popular video, like a depressingly, I think it's the most viewed video of all time. In all human history, Baby Shark is the most viewed video. Yes. And so I was trying to think of like, what's a really easy pop song? I think maybe Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. I was thinking, is there a way you can get a bit of that in there? Okay. Uh, you know, a bit of Elvis maybe, but. It's just, I think, you know, I'm a pretty lazy person, and that was one of the first ones I landed on, so I was like, oh, that works. Oh, my gosh. And then just, again, just uh, to, to, to wrap all this up here, um, your character and the Roy Kent character, uh, who's obviously, well, let me put this for people who may not know, he's more of a, mm-hmm. of a, a grizzled old guard, you're the young guard, and then obviously you're, you're, you're um, competing for the affections for the same woman. This is, an, uh, you know, as, a story as uh, as old as forever. Yeah. Uh, how is is it true you met Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent and writes a lot of this show as well? Uh, before that, you have a history with him in some yeah. way, shape, or form. It, it, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's. Um, I, I did a play when I was eighteen years old, um, and I just did it. We did it for one night only in in uh, London, in the big city. And uh, we've done it because we tried to get this other play and my, the producer was like, oh, the writer's really nice. Um, we couldn't do that one, but he's given us this other one. And so we did it, did it for this one night. And then he was like, oh, the writer's here. And this guy with like beautiful man, very hairy, big, 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 <laughs> big, big, big eyebrows, uh, you know, turned up and, I, and he said that his name was Brett Goldstein. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll see you later. And then, and then on the first day of filming, he turned up and I was like, oh my God, you won't remember me. And he was like, I do. I was there. I remember it. Uh, and um, you were fine. You were fine in it. Yeah, you were good. <laughs> um, and, uh, but no, he, he was immediately um, incredibly welcoming and charming. And, and uh, he's just like, I can't believe I get to do all my things with him because he's... Uh, He's very funny, and I can't believe they still let us do things together because we just spend so much time laughing. Um, I worry that it's a it's a drain on the budget, really. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah. You know, I, it just looks like you're having fun. It's just one of those shows where you're you're sitting there and you're assuming it's not work for those who are obviously working and obviously plying their craft at such an incredibly high level together as an ensemble cast. It just looks like you guys have to be having a total blast doing yeah, this show. Yeah, it feels like we're, we're cheating somewhere along the way. It feels pretty good. Mm. And then I get to speak about sports with, you know, people such as yourself. So, okay. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a dream. And then let me then 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 let me end with this then. Um, what's your real club? Do you have a real club? Real football team? Real football club? I certainly do. What is it? The, the greatest team of all time, AFC Wimbledon. Okay, you know, to Americans that will think that you're you're actually talking about tennis. You you, you realize that, Phil, right? You realize that to this American crowd. I mean, crowd. sometimes they play they play football a bit like it's a different sport. I mean, you know, it's not it's not the most they, they don't really call it the beautiful game when you're watching AFC Wimbledon all the time. But you know, we're we're a small club, but we've got a lot of heart. Um, and uh, and so yeah, we're, we're, we're but maybe Manchester United are like my Premier League team. That's okay, people people would know them a bit more. Please tell me um, AFC Wimbledon plays on natural grass, right, Phil? They have to, they, correct? 
They do, yeah, yeah, they okay. do, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Well, some be... of them do play on AstroTurf, which blows my mind. No, it's just, it, it does too. Um, well, look, um, thank you for the time, Phil. This has been a, a blast. I'd love to have you back any time, certainly for a season three, Thanks. and then obviously f- hoping for seasons four, five, and six. What have you, what have you, the cast members, been told about this? This whole concept of maybe more than uh, three? Uh, well, I think that we are holding fast in terms of anything further than three. Um, we all love making the show. Uh, I love going into work with those people. So, um, you know, I'd love to, to continue, but also... You know, there's there's a certain story arc that I think that they've got in mind, and I don't know how long that's. You know, I I really don't know how long that's going to take, but I'm just happy making this show, and I'm happy to continue as people are enjoying and watching it. So, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's incredible. And like I said at the outset of this interview tonight, um, we'll be excited, my wife and I, to to watch it, <laughs> and then totally depressed when it's over because we got to wait. I'm I'm serious. Like that's that's how we feel about the roller coaster of life, man. It's just you know, it's just uh, it's. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how we got you. Terrific. Thanks for the call, Phil Dunster. Really appreciate it. Congrats on what you're doing, and I look forward to more. Thanks, brother. Thank you very much. You Cheers. bet. Phil Cheers. Dunster, who plays Jamie Tart on Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso, which you can see tonight, season two finale, starting to stream right now, right here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. That just felt like an episode of Ted Lasso, just sweet and delightful. What a delightful so chat delightful. with him. I enjoyed it immensely. And he's such a great character. And and, and the, the so writing awesome, is yeah. so incredible. Like Sudeikis writes and Brandon Hunt writes yep. and Brett Goldstein who plays Roy Kent writes. Uh, Bill Rubel is a writer of the show. He wrote on Sports Night back in the day. Wow. Modern Family. Now Ted Lasso. And oh my gosh. And it's just, it really is, it's a, it's perfect it's perfect. It's only gotten better. And it, I don't know if you do you follow. There's an AFC Richmond Twitter account that will tweet out Roy Kent post game uh, press conference moments. <laughs> I see. It's yeah, phenomenal. I've seen it. And then the Ted Lasso account. Susie texted me this one the yesterday. Ted Lasso account is. She amazing. texted me this one. Uh, Our season comes to an end tomorrow. This was yesterday. If this was all just a dream, I hope I at least wake up in bed next to Bob Newhart. Because <laughs> you know that was the old that right. was the the Bob Newhart show ended. It was all a dream. All just a dream. I mean, he used to read Word Up magazine. So funny. Papa and heavy tea. Oh man! And they came up with a three-season storyline arc, and that's why they're like it's three seasons and done. I don't know if they, when they came up with it, thought that this character that came out of an NBC Sports one-off, and they decided to do a TV show out of it. I, I don't think they think it would be this much of a phenomenon that sweeps no, Emmys yeah. and, and took everything. And honestly, Susie and I will just be settled in and then we'll watch it and then we'll just look at each other and go, now what? That's how good it is. <laughs> so, all right, we will take a break. And this is normally when we ask Chris Brockman for gambling advice, but he's tapped out. Actually, Rich, we're back. We're, we're back. back. Yeah. yeah. We're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. Okay. <laughs> The one in eleven, Chris Brockman will be yeah. back. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Speaking, of, I mean, normally, so I'll use a phrase that's normally associated with one in eleven. Chris Brockman will be on the clock when we come back here. First up, <laughs> next on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, get you ready for your sports weekend. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Susie also alerted me to this one. Um, put it up. It looks like the Braves are ready. They have arrived. They have arrived oh, in, no, I, yeah, in no, San Francisco. No. Look at Dansby Swanson has shown up. Peacoat. Oh, yeah. That boy clean. He is. He's got his beard. He's got the the, the uh, turtleneck. And look at the the boots match everything. And the skinny jeans match the whole. I mean, it's, it's jeggings. He's got the hair. He's got it all <laughs> working. Um, so the Braves have arrived against Milwaukee. They're ready. Okay, the locks at my house might be changed there you go. when I get home. And so uh, put it up. Put up. Uh, Brockman retweeted that saying, JFC at Sarah Tiana. <laughs> is going to forget my name if she sees this. So hopefully she's watching on Peacock right now because uh, we're giving her a shout-out. No, she responded. Oh, she did? Yeah. To you? Yeah. Okay. Had to be a who. Please tell me it's a who. Who dis? <laughs> who dis? <laughs> New phone. Who dis? <laughs> who that? That's Dansby I mean, Swanson. Look at Dansby Swagson. Swag, bro. Swagger on a hundred thousand. Swag out. How did Cage not? How come Cage didn't get? Was it named Dansby then? Dansby Brockman. Chris had to put his foot down. <laughs> pretty, pretty good name. I'm not gonna lie. Dansby's a pretty good name. Dansby Swanson does sound like that's a pretty like... good name. That dude had one career, well, two career paths: actor, yeah, sport, you know, professional athlete, or or like uh, golf country club president. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hello, Dansby. How do you, how, do you, how, do you get, how do you get into the club? Well, you first of all, you must, you must, you, you must, absolutely must see Dansby Swanson. Then she stepped on the ball. First things first is you've got to put in enough time meeting with Dansby Swanson. We are we're a guest of the Swansons yes. today. At the I'm, a, I'm just going to guess the Swansons didn't uh, say, you know what? There's two choices, Dansby and Murray. <laughs> Murray Swanson. <laughs> What's your favorite scene in Caddyshack? Oh, oh dude, that's easy. Gosh. Easy? Easy for me. It's not easy at all. For me, it it's is. easy to grin when your ship comes in. Other than that, that's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, I kind of like the, 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 the dinner, that, that formal dinner that Rodney Dangerfield crashes. Oh, the, yeah, that's not bad. It's pretty good. Um, I And Spalding it, is drinking all the leftovers. Well, <laughs> for I, me, it's it's... Carl and Ty. Yeah. And Ty's, like, I've been doing the, that impression since I was Two a, Saturday Night Live greats. Kid. Yeah. I, you know. It's a Kentucky Bluegrass in a great Cinderella question. Story. Hold on a second. Northern I know, California. We're going to yeah. take this yeah. through the radio yeah. audience returning. Okay. I don't care. We're going to take this into that. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me think about this. I, 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 I've got two choices here. One is classic and one is not so much. Okay. We're back here on the radio show. Brockman, I don't know why you just... Cause, well, because oh, it's, it's Chevy Chase's birthday. Because we were doing, we were right. doing okay. the voice from Caddyshack, right. and then it's Chevy Chase's birthday, 
So what's your favorite Well, when I said Dansby Swanson, I actually that the voice well, that's actually Mr. Howell. That's Mr. Oh. Howell from uh from from Gilligan's like, Island. It's one of the Um the, all right, so the does that voice and, uh which yeah. is, you know, rich person Dansby. You, you must Dansby, Dansby Swanson. Well, I said Dansby Swanson that. sounds like somebody who is the gatekeeper yeah, letting right. you into the country club. Sure. Which that's I won't get went, in then obviously. You went then I went Bushwood then, and then it's I went Chevy his birthday. Then you asked me my favorite Caddyshack scene. Yeah, scene. Okay. You want a, a good one there because we heard from who told us because we had Michael O'Keefe on. He told us that Bill Murray only shot like two or three days on that movie. And that scene was not in the right. original yeah. script. They realized right. at the end of the movie, hey, we don't have a scene with these two guys. With two all-time great right. Saturday Night Live people and Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Let's put them together. You may not have a great relationship. So they kind of like wrote this quick scene and then they just went Incredible. And shot it. Right. But the, the number one scene in Caddyshack for me, there's a couple of choices. The one is 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 Carl hacking at the 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 flowers as if he's Cinderella story at Augusta. It's in the whole all yeah, that stuff. Hole. I mean that that's up there, um, you know, and then that's where he's where the priest comes and says, "Let's get in a quick nine, right?" And, <laughs> yes. he, and yeah. okay, and that so those two back to back. I keep playing. And, and he's he's shot, he's struck by lightning. Well. Okay, so let's get in a quick nine. <laughs> right. All right. So, you know, I, I keep playing, you know, like that whole business. Okay. And then, but the, the under, the, the, the number one character in Caddyshack is Ted Knight, Judge Smales. That's hands down, Judge Smales. I, I know there's Rodney Dangerfield people. There's Bill but, Murray uh, people. Ted Knight there's, is so funny. Ted Knight is the so funny. undisputed star of Caddyshack. I don't know if you mind. can say that. I can say it. Oh, I said in it. your mind. Okay. Gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. All right. So the number one Judge Smales scene I think is when he pulls Danny Noonan to his office <laughs> after he's seen his wife in the shower, yes. okay, by accident, and he's already been with Lacey oh, Underall. Yeah. So, like, so he's in deep trouble, but Judge Smales needs Danny. Were you loofah my back? And he, Dang. the stretch marks. And so, 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 so he needs Danny's help. And so he asks him if he stands for goodness. Or, bad or badness. That's the whole, how about a fresca? How'd you like to come mow my lawn? Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Didn't want to do it. Business. That's no, it that's an understated great Caddyshack scene. Yeah. And I don't think people would choose that. But all no, his lines, so every funny. line that Ted Knight says in that movie is an instant, <laughs> total classic. The world needs Wait, ditch diggers, too. The world needs <laughs> ditch diggers, too, Danny. And, and and also, where he walks into the club and he sees the same people there. Don't you people have homes? <laughs> like, he's there every day, he's too. Don't you makes it funny. He says that to people at a country club. Don't you people have homes? And then, you know... You'll get nothing and like it. Nothing. You tell Spalding, Spalding, get your foot off the boat. I it's want e- a hamburger. It's no, easy I to grin dog. when your ship it comes, comes in, in and you got the stock market yeah. beat. The best. You know, and I never slice. I, I mean, never slice. that's that's it, man. Uh, that's 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 about it. So he's your favorite character of the movie. Right, but my favorite scene, like, you know, there's two Carl Spackler scenes that can be up there. That's the one, that's the one where he's... he's Hacking at the flowers, and he's acting like he's at Augusta. Augusta. Incredible the other one, story. The other one is where he he explains about how you know the Dalai Lama is giving him the total consciousness on his <laughs> deathbed. While well, he has the, well, he's got the, the pitchfork, pitchfork uh, right uh, you know, right at his neck. I mean, 
<laughs> Tolson of the oh, Llama. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How about you? Sell your llama. How about hey, something hey, for hey, the effort? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I look at him and he's gonna stand the test of time. He's gonna stiff me. It stands the test of time. There won't be the any fact money. that he's caddying for the llama who's about to stiff him yeah. for the loop, and instead of the money, he gets total consciousness total on his deathbed, which is nice. Yeah. Which so is I nice. got that going for him. Which is nice. That's the last line. Twelfth I mean, son of the llama. I haven't seen that movie in years, but I'm. It's still just uh, years. Permanently years. I watch it about once I mean, a month. I, to be honest with dude, you, dude. I, I don't know the last time I've seen Caddyshack. Every flight. It's on every flight, so I always watch it on a flight. But do they cut it? Is it chopped up on no, a flight? No, no, no. Okay, they got the full yeah, deal? Yeah, they got the, okay. full, they got the full go. Okay. Have we... Have we... Um, I mean, I, that's... I mean, that's... That's about it. I, I think I've dissected the whole thing here. <laughs> we broke it down. You know. so, is, so is Ty Webb your Chevy Chase, or is it Fletch? Fletch is my Chevy Chase. Okay, because I, I tweeted that out. Fletch too. is my Chevy Chase. I mean... Who, who's your Chevy Chase? Yeah. Is it, if I'm not mistaken, is John Hamm redoing the Fletch movie? Isn't he? Isn't he Fletch? They're that was doing a, he's doing a Fletch movie. And they're he's filming Fletch. it right now. Those it's, books were incredible. Yeah, they're doing way. it more toward the book. The book was not yeah. like the movie. Right. They're doing it more toward the, the book. The book is very good. The yeah. book. I used to read the books. Yeah, they're doing it to the book. You know. Okay. Very good. Good Caddyshack stuff. Man. Have we delayed this long <laughs> enough to avoid g- giving oh, gambling advice? That's yes. terrible. All right, let's everybody. Go, let's go. Let's go. Ooh, Chris Brock. You, you normally, you know, again, I'm 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 an NFL guy, so I'm out of touch with the way these things are supposed yeah, to yeah. be phrased and put together. Chris Brockman's ready to give you losers, everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> it's opposite day so here on pull, the Rich Eisen show. Pull up a chair and get ready to do the opposite. No pressure, baby. No pressure. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. <laughs> Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive values. Competitive values. All right, Chris. Again, thank you to I'm Tom Brokaw. This, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, new drop. <laughs> right. Again, please, please fade. Like, do the, like, honestly. No, come on, Chris. You got to say it like you mean it. Like George Michael said. You're going to turn it around. We're going three and out. Hit the music. Let's back into it. Hit the music. I'm like Tyson Fury. I'm getting off the mat. Here's the music. And we're going three and out. Give me Pittsburgh at home. I don't know. If Denver has to start Drew Locke, I don't think he Steelers can. Steelers are a home dog to Drew Locke? Home dog, one point. It's, you know. Okay, so it's that. what does that mean? Coin flip? Coin flip. Okay. Coin flip. Just give me the Steelers at home, okay? I believe I believe in them. Not really, but I not with <laughs> okay. Denver with Drew Locke, okay? okay. Yeah. Yeah. New Orleans, I, I'm not riding this roller coaster with Jameis, okay? They look amazing in week one. It says last week, 0-3, season 1-11 on the screen. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm not riding this Jameis roller coaster anymore. Jane, he cost, this crazy he cost me my survivor pick last week by blowing an 11-point lead at home in yes. the first game. Okay, give me Tyler Hayne. I'm hitting with the Heineke. Okay, Let's hit him go. with the Heineke. Here hit we him go. with the Heineke. Here we go. And I'll tell you what, who I am a believer in, Rich. San Diego Superchargers. Let's go. The Los Angeles Superchargers. Justin Herbert, Baker Mayfield, add me to the list. Okay. Chargers, let's go. You know what this would be? This would be, this is great. Keep that up on the screen one more second if you don't mind. Because I just did the math in my head. It would be great if you got your only one ride of the week because Denver and Pittsburgh tied. (laughs) Right, that that's the one. That's is that's the one. Uh, that's the one way that plus one actually would come into play. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh. 
I'll take it at this point. <laughs> Mike Hoskins I'll just take it at this did point. You hear, did, was Mike only a Meyer or Uri right so there? He went 30? No, he's just Meyer. He just said, this segment's slowly turning into higher register. Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Hit the new drop one more time, please. This is great. I'm embarrassed. You guys, this, is, this is terrible. <laughs> It's, it's I want to thank Phil Dunster. Thanks to Andrew Whitworth. Whatever. I mean, he he was literally operating on like 90 minutes sleep to call into the show. I want to thank CM Punk. Best in the world. Yes, indeed. And of course, Carson Wentz. We'll wrap up the show on Peacock. Other friends, we'll see you Monday.